Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Welcome back to Journey to Balance Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and with, with me, we have Sh- Coach Sherry Wynn. And we're going to have Coach Sherry Wynn tell us a little bit about her her uh, story, and then we're just going to let her just tell what else is in her heart to share with the listeners today. So, Coach Wynn, welcome to the show, and you're on. Thank you. Well, I was just, I was talking to you a little bit about, you know, what, it, what it's like to be an Olympian and the journey to be an Olympian. Why that's so important. It's not really about being the Olympian that's the important part. The important part is about reaching your dreams, your goals, feeling good about yourself and how you get there. Most people think that if you achieve something great, that your life was full of easy roads, that you walked the golden path, that you just came alive with the right DNA, you had the right family, you own a lucky streak and all those things. And it's just not true. People's lives are not like that. We're in this life having a human experience, and we we experience human challenges. Mm-hmm. So, so the things that people may not know about the path of being an Olympian or being a award-winning speaker is that it's full of obstacles, and it's not those <laughs> obstacles that define you. Mm-hmm. The definition always comes from how you respond to them. But um, I was a college bench substitutes. My very, very first year in college, I rode the pine. I sat down. I watched my teammates play. I was not even really uh, impacted in any sense of the matter. And only three years later, I was a starter on the Olympic team. So in in Mm. three short years, almost anything can happen, right? You don't have to Mm -hmm. live in that space of saying, you know, it can't happen to me, but live in the space of the possibility of this can still happen. And letting the possibilities flow to you, finding the possibilities, living in those living in the belief that they can still happen. So that's one of the, the challenges that I overcame was, mm-hmm. you know, how do I move? Um, and really, I've, I've got a new presentation I'm really excited about called From Tailspin to an Olympian. Wow. Which, isn't that great? Isn't that great? <laughs> it is. I love it. <laughs> right. From Tailspin to an Olympian. And it goes through the whole process of how did I get to the tailspin and, and what created that place where I was falling and spinning and how did I get out of that spin to become an Olympian? And the story is really about, you know, I'm an average person. I came from a, you know, an average family or so I thought. And you mm-hmm. always look at somebody and you think, oh, they've got it. And you look from the outside looking in and you create a story about the person. So from the outside, it looks like it was okay. But from the inside, you know, things were happening that were crushing me. Things were happening that were destroying me. Things were happening that question that made me question whether or not I was lovable. And mm. when you get to that place where you question whether or not you are lovable mm-hmm. and how that impacts you and how that makes you hate yourself. If you are a person like I was as a young person and you felt like your mother didn't love you, then the first mm-hmm. thing you go to, the first conclusion you reach is that I must not be lovable. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know how a horrible place to be, but yet so many people feel that way. They feel exactly. betrayed. They feel abandoned. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what I felt like. And and because I felt that way, because I didn't know the truth that it wasn't really about me. It was really about my mom. It wasn't about me at all. 
It was about her struggles mm-hmm. and her crisis, but we take it on as our own. And how that feeling, that one lone feeling, that belief system that says, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, how that, that belief system created the tailspin, it created the drinking, it created the, the situation where I, w- I didn't know if I was good enough to live or not, it created the situation where, you know, I found myself on a two-week drunk, never getting sober, uh, mm. you know, going shooting while I was drinking, you know, going mm. on a date with somebody else who thought it was a great idea to shoot and drink at the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> always a, yeah. Not a good recipe. Support. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not a good recipe for success. No. Uh, and, and being in, yeah. Being in a really uh, dangerous scenario where, you know, we, uh, I mean, I was with people who didn't care about themselves either. I don't know how they got there because I really didn't know much about them. But, been a very dangerous scenario with guns, and I can remember at some point we had been drinking all day and sitting on their back porch, which is really more of a patch of, of dirt and lawn chairs, having guns in our hands and shooting at the rakes, the shovels, the buckets, the wheelbarrow, the lawnmower, you know, anything that was in our path, mm-hmm. and just being destructive. Mm-hmm. And I can mm-hmm. even remember, like, you know, we shot their chickens. Mm. I can remember that, and and still to this day, I, I feel horrible about that. But mm-hmm. being in such a destructive place that when you feel destructive, you want to destroy. Mm-hmm. How that mm-hmm. felt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm thankful that even that crazy place, I would never shoot a dog. Thank God, mm-hmm. I wouldn't shoot a dog, right? Because I love dogs. Mm-hmm. But um, just being in a destructive place and, and feeling like if I could just hurt something else, that I would feel better. If I could just mm-hmm. hurt something else, I'd feel better. And of course. You don't. When you hurt something else, you, you feel worse. Right, it right. It just makes you feel more guilt, more shame, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. worse things about yourself. And uh, in that time frame period, I was at a couple's house and their father was with them. And I walked outside to kind of clear my mind. And the grandpa fathers me, follows me. And he tries to, he's like, you know, hey, baby, you want some of this? I'm like, uh, No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I don't want that. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, he tried, you know, puts his hand on his butt and I swatted away. He puts his hand on my boob. Mm-hmm. I swatted away. He comes after me again and I shove him. Mm-hmm. And I shoved him really hard and he felt the back step in his head. And as he felt the back step in his head, it, like blood's, you know, going everywhere. And, and I screamed at the people inside, hey, you know, your dad's down. And I can remember them. They were inside smoking a joint, and they go, mm-hmm. oh, well, like, man, that's a good thing. Like, he won't bother us for a while. Mm. And even in my craziness, even in the, all the insanity that's going on in my head, I'm thinking, this is so not right. Mm-hmm. This is so not right. We need to do something. And I can remember dragging them out, literally physically dragging them out to check on their dad and them being so unconcerned about it not taking him to a doctor, not taking him to a hospital, not taking him to the ER, but just literally being unconcerned and throwing him on the couch. And I could just, it was the moment that I'm like, okay, wow, I'm, I'm headed the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not good. I'm in a tailspin. And, you know, people would say, well, what happened to the guy? What happened to him? And I, I can honestly say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I blacked out. I don't know. I don't know how I got home. I don't know what happened to that family. I don't remember anything. And, you know, so 
some people say, well, Jesus, it's good that you don't remember things. And I think sometimes you need to know because mm-hmm. it answers the question, mm-hmm. what happened? Where mm-hmm. were you? And the next morning after that, waking up and instead of reaching, you know, reaching for the beer that I've been drinking and the booze I've been drinking, I reached for my 38 special. And mm-hmm. I stood on the edge of the bed thinking about, is this worth it? Should I go forward? Should I not? And, you know, sometimes you have to get such a low point in your life to decide, you know what? Yeah, it is. It's that moment. It's the moment where you really ask yourself the question, mm-hmm. is it really worth it? And mm-hmm. I felt at that point in my life there was three ways I could go. Number one, I could take the chance that I was lucky, which I didn't feel lucky in my life, and mm-hmm. hope that I really was able to kill myself. And my fear was with my luck that I'd just be a vegetable in a wheelchair drooling all the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Or I could leave life as it was and remain the same, live in that pocket of that, like, you know, I'm in this pocket mm-hmm. of being miserable. I could stay miserable and remain, or C, I could change. And that was, you know, the option. Option C, let's change. No matter what it looks mm-hmm. like now, no matter how it feels like now, let's change. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started looking for opportunities to change, looking for ways to change, looking for ways to uh, feel better about myself, aligning myself differently. And, you know, if you're in that position now, if anybody's listening and you're in that position now and you wonder, like, how do I get there? And it seems so far. It looks too far. I can't get there. This feeling doesn't feel right. There's no way I can move forward that far. If I look up, it seems like it's, you know, in the distance so far. I had to climb this mountain. I had to climb this huge, that is from the ocean to get there. And if you look at it that far, you'll never get there. You'll be so devastated, so overwhelmed before you start. You'll never take a step. Exactly. Exactly. It's small steps we have to take during this time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is if you can just think about moving six inches, if exactly. you can think about, you know, a small step, if I could mm-hmm. move six inches every day, just six mm-hmm. inches, mm-hmm. not and not judge myself on how far that was, exactly. not feel bad about those six inches. If I could just reward myself to say, you know what, I, I got six more inches today. Mm-hmm. Today I did mm-hmm. this. Today I felt this way. Today I said something good to somebody else. Today I said something good mm-hmm. to myself. Today mm-hmm. I worked out. Today, whatever it is, just six inches. And pretty soon, as you move your six inches, you feel different. You feel like a new you. You feel incredibly empowered. You feel like you can do it because when you look up again, the mountain doesn't seem so high or the ocean doesn't seem so wide or you know, wherever you're going doesn't seem like it's so far in the distance. It seems more like you're capable of getting there. Exactly. So, exactly. And I think most times what we do, we all want to try to do it all at one time. And you you mm. have just really pointed out a very good step is it doesn't have to be all at one time. It just has to be a little bit at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. And this, right. I like the six inches. I like that, you know. Just mm-hmm. take one step at a time. Right. And it doesn't even have to be like a giant step. It just has Mm-mm. to be Mm-mm. a step. Somewhere that you can go, that you can feel different, that you can feel better. One small change. See, you know, in, in this day and age, we're, we're so apt to feel like, where's the easy button? Where's the, mm. you know, yes. instant gratification? How can I change the essence of me in like three seconds? Well, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you have, you know, stories like that too. You know, how did you change your life? It wasn't probably 
Oh, yeah, like one day I was here, and the next day, oh, I'm on the top of the world. Oh, I've got this thing. no, this no, no, no. <laughs> I can relate to your story. It took some time, and it took a drastic measure for me to do my, you know, to change. But I had to do it just little, as, as little as I could handle at that time because I knew anything more than that little step will put me back or keep me where I was. Mm-hmm. So if you take the small steps, then you can see a result. A small result, but a result is a result. And if you keep going, then they get larger and larger. And like you say, that mountain gets shorter, that ocean gets smaller, and you can mm-hmm. keep going. The encouragement sometimes is just us inside of us encouraging. I say, oh, look at there. Look what happened today. I can keep going because never know what's going to happen tomorrow. But right now we have to live in today. Mm-hmm. What's going on right now? And we can't think about the past because that's gone. There's no way of changing that. That's already done. Right. You know, so yes, I, yes, I've been there, been there, done that. And it's, you know, it's not <laughs> an easy path, but it is a right path for some. If you choose right. to just keep working it. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. you just said something that's really important, which is, you know, you can't, you can't live in the past. You can't mm-hmm. take those things that you didn't do the ways that you did fail and, and beat yourself up over those every day. And, and that's a tendency that we have that somehow we believe in this myth that if we just beat ourselves up enough, that we'll feel better. <laughs> and it makes me laugh because how does beating yourself up make you feel better? <laughs> right. But we do it. We do it all the time. You know, we do Absolutely. it all the time. More pain. We feel better. No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I think that is amazing. That with, yeah, with what we've learned, you know, along the way that uh, when we do something wrong and somebody, you know, they used to spank us. They don't do that much anymore. But, you know, if you do something wrong, you, and so you feel better. Oh, I got my I got my punishment, so now I can feel good. And, yes. and so we've, we've learned that if we get punished, we can feel better. And so we associate that we need to beat ourselves up so that we can feel better. And it's just a myth. I mean, the way to feel better is to really feel better. The way to feel better is to mm-hmm. forgive yourself. The way to feel better is to celebrate who you are. The way to feel better is to reach exactly. something that feels better to you. Yes. Yes. And you said something for you said something for me. So we're going to stop right here. We need to go on our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about celebration. And then I have a couple of questions I want to ask you. So listeners, don't go away. You've heard her story. Then we're going to get on the other side of that and see how she overcame. See what she's doing now in the day, the present time. Talk to you in a little bit. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. 
Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook this is voice america women we are leaders in the forward movement of women's success This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and I have the pleasure of interviewing on guest today is Dr. Coach, sorry, Coach Sherry Wynn. She probably soon will be a doctor too, but Coach Sherry Wynn. Dr. Coach. (laughs) Okay. And, you know, we were still, she just shared with us her story and the journey that she had to take. To get to where she is now. And when we went on break, we was talking about celebration. How when we, instead of beating ourselves up on things that we've done in the past, when we move forward, we celebrate for the small parts of us that we've done something new, something different, something to get us out of the darkness, to bring us to the light. It could be very small, but every time you accomplish something, celebrations is in order. And I believe that wholeheartedly. I celebrate a lot of things I've done. I'm a real big procrastinator. So if I do something on my list, I have to celebrate it because that keeps me going forward. It makes me feel good about what I've done, however small it is or how large it is, celebrations are due. So, Sherry, do you have anything to say about the celebrations, how you celebrate and when? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think the <laughs> celebration is huge. Um, you know, what I learned was to define a win differently. Mm-hmm. I think as an athlete, it was, it was huge because so many times when we come out of the competition, it's like, well, we lost, so we're not any good. We go back to the beating ourselves up thing. So as an athlete, I determined that, really there was a different way to determine a win. And so I could always feel victorious, which is the way that I wanted to feel coming out of something that I put my full heart and effort into. So number one, I said that the number one thing I said is, did I give a hundred percent effort? And mm-hmm. I felt like if I gave my best effort and even if, if that best effort was different from day to day, because maybe I was more fatigued or maybe I was sick that day or something happened, but if I still gave my best effort, then I could celebrate and, and feel like I was victorious regardless of what the scoreboard said. And the second thing that I said to myself was, um, and a way I could find celebration in what I was achieving was, you know, did I, did I never quit? So in the, in no matter what the circumstances were, no matter what was going on in the game, no matter what the score was, 
did I, was I always there? Was I always, mm-hmm. you know, still striving to win? No matter what was mm-hmm. going on, did I never quit? And the third thing that I learned to, the third way I learned to do that, to celebrate was, um, did I learn something from the experience? Mm, when I finished it and one. I could look back and say, did I learn something? And if I did those three things, I would say I was victorious and I would celebrate. I could feel good mm-hmm. about my efforts, what I did, no matter what it was. And so I, I took that as, you know, we played uh, athletic competitions, but then I decided, why don't I use that for my life as well? Mm-hmm. Why don't I look at that for my life as well? Why don't I see, you know, whatever I do, am I doing those three things? And if I am, then celebrate me, celebrate that I'm doing that, recognize, you know, that how awesome that is. And the bottom line is, the better you feel about yourself, mm-hmm. if you feel good about you, you're more likely to do better things. Wonderful. I'd like that. I'd like that. But I have a question about, I have a question about, you have written a book called Unleash the Winner Within. And it's a success game plan for business, leadership, and life. In this book, you wrote about the win philosophy, which helped you become a two-time Olympian and a national championship basketball coach. Can you tell us a little bit about the win philosophy? Absolutely. So the win philosophy is something that I developed over the course of uh, my career as an athlete, so two-time Olympian, and also uh, during the course of coaching uh, my basketball teams when I was a women's basketball coach for 23 years at the college mm-hmm. level. So it came with, you know, as uh, a reflection back on what, are, what am I doing right, what are the things that are working. So the W in WIN, the WIN philosophy, stands for widen the separator gap. What most people do is they just do the givens. They do the given. So a given is, it's a given. If you have a job, you go to work. That's a given. You go to work on time. That's a given. You do the work you're supposed to do. That's a given. You do the work you're supposed to do in a satisfactory manner. That's a given. If you want to be special, if you want to be a winner, if you want to expose all the great things that you were meant to be, you have to separate yourself from the people who just do the given. You mm-hmm. become a separator. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to do that. You just decide to do the things that nobody else is willing to do. Wonderful. Wonderful. Right? Uh-huh. So that's the W, is, is widen the separator gap. The I is identify I am as your power words. Identify I am as your power words. So the two most powerful words in the universe, the two most powerful words in the universe are the words I am. Because whatever you say after those words becomes your truth. Mm. Extremely powerful words. We don't understand the number of times that we use those words, I am, and how we use those words against ourselves. We tend Mm. to have an inner language, inner dialogue that says something along the lines of, I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. We tend to have that conversation internally much more often than we have the conversation of, I am. I'm an Olympian. I'm a two-time All-American. I'm a beautiful person. I'm intelligent. I'm loving. I'm kind. I'm patient. I'm, we choose the wrong words to define ourselves. And we say those, those words over and over again that are negative words. And then we expect a different outside result, which will not work. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? So we mm-hmm. want to say, I am, 
in a positive way. We want to, we want to really be aware of how we use that language to define ourselves. And so mm-hmm. I really focused on, and I still do today, I start every day with uh, I am. I'm going to spend some, some meditating time. You know, the part of my meditation is directly dedicated to the words I am. I am loved. I am love. I am loving. I'm kind. I'm kindness. I am forgiven. I'm forgiveness. I'm forgiving. I am worthy. I am worthiness. I am enough. Mm-hmm. I start my day like that because when you start your day like that and you empower yourself with the words, you feel differently because you feel differently, you act differently. That's I am, identify I am as your power words. And the last N is navigate success. And navigate success just means that you start taking responsibility for you. You stop mm-hmm. putting the blame on everybody else. You stop saying mm-hmm. it, you know, you stop giving out the blame. You start taking responsibility because that's the only place that things can change for you. The blame gives you a reason, but it does not change the outcome. If you want the outcome to change, you have to change who is responsible for the outcome, and that has to be you. And mm. that's the win philosophy, W-I-N. Wow. I like that. You know, I've started reading your book because I have, and I haven't finished it completely because another book came by, and then I have two or three books going by, and then it's just, oh, what am I going to do now? So I need to go back to your book and read <laughs> this because I like this. I like the, um, the win philosophy and you had said, um, the net, the starting out today as a, I am putting it a positive, mm-hmm. you know, worried on it because I know that sometimes of, well, most times I'm just like everyone else. I will go to the negative and then I think about, Oh no, no, I want to change that. And then I come back to the positive, but the negative comes out so easy. You know, and mm-hmm. we need to recondition ourselves to put ourselves in a different light and to be positive about ourselves because we can do that out there. We can give everybody else some credit and praise everybody else, but we need to do some more about praising ourselves. You know, Absolutely. take care of this, this being its first. I have another question. You are a very busy woman, that I know. <laughs> I know that you, you know, you're very successful. So with success comes busyness sometimes. You've given us six keynotes and you've given six keynotes in six different states in January. How do you manage your time and still enjoy the time that you have and the time that you take? How do you do that? How do you balance all of that together? You're very busy. Every time I talk to you, you're on the road. <laughs> Well, first of all, you have to, I think that the balance part is you still have to find the time to nourish you every day. How are you going to nourish you? How are you going to fuel you? What are you going to do to put that beauty back into you? You know, so I carve out time every single day, even if I have to get up at 5 or 4.30, I'm going to give myself a complete hour of me, of fueling me, of giving to me, of putting things into me. They're going to be still good things so that when I start the day, I feel better. I feel filled up. So that's my number one thing because I know that sometimes time is elusive because we do things like this. If if we're not full up, if we're not in that place that we feel great about us, we can lose an hour or a half a day or a full day because we, somebody says something to us and it hurts us. And we spend an hour about, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person said that to me and that hurt my feelings. And I don't, 
and we don't get anything done mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that time period because we're so busy feeling bad that we mm-hmm. can't achieve anything. And so mm-hmm. I found that I'm not going to let anybody else steal my time from me. I'm not going to let them take my time from me. I'm not going to waste any time on somebody who's negative and somebody's going to, uh, you know, steal from me. And the way to do that, though, is to start with that, feeling myself up so I don't depend on somebody else's words to make me feel good or bad. It's my job. All right. And I think that's, that's a great way to start because sometimes we don't look at time management that way. We don't think about it as managing our emotions. But mm-hmm. I can assure you that's a huge part of time management is that we let people steal from us days, mm-hmm. weeks, months, a year mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they hurt us and then we're not as able to achieve because we're too busy feeling that feeling. Right. Those are and, uh, a couple of tips that I do. And you know, when you're talking about that, that's like just filling up the cup. You're filling yourself up. So when it does come to you from the outside, a negative something, you have enough stuff it's a point inside of you you've already put in there that it just goes mm-hmm. off. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't stick because you have mm-hmm. already filled your cup up. There's no room for that to come. You might right. think about it, but it doesn't stick like you. If you don't have anything there to hold it, it it, st- it goes deeper and deeper. But the way you're doing it, I like that. I like that giving myself. It just takes a little, little minute. I can give myself 30 minutes if that's all I have. That'd be wonderful. Wonderful. Right. Okay. So we're getting ready to go back on a break. And when we come back, listeners, Coach Wynn is going to tell us a little bit more. And I think she has a little gift she wants to offer you. So don't go away. You don't want to miss out on this. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook balancing your life starts with savings when you're confident in your savings you're more confident in yourself security can be a state of your finances and even more it's a state of mind Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. 
That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones, and I've had the pleasure and the privilege of having as guest today, Coach Sherry Wynn. She's been sharing a little bit of her story. She's been sharing a little bit of how she has been able to balance her life in a busy day. And it, as she has told us, it only takes a little bit. It only takes one little thing. You know, you break it down into the parts where you can handle the amount of time that you can handle so that you can get on the other side of whatever is going on in your life. And as myself, I do the same thing. I know I cannot climb that mountain all at one time. So I might have to take one step at a time until I get to the top. It's no time frame. It doesn't have to be today. It could be tomorrow. But today I'm going to work on what I can do today to make my life a better place and to enjoy my life. And after I've done something, accomplished something, I celebrate. And you need to take the time to celebrate your accomplishments. However small, celebrate your accomplishment. That is the fuel you need to keep you going. So I have another question for you, uh, Coach Wynn, and it is because I know you and I've heard a lot of your wisdom. You've passed it on to me. I would like to share some share share with my listeners a piece of wisdom that you have today that the listeners can take and implement today that will shift her life and keep them going forward. Wow, a p- one piece of wisdom. Wow, I think there's like, you know, 50. But well, break I, it down. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go back to six inches, six inches, six inches. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I think the biggest thing that you can do for yourself, really, I think the number one thing, if you can start forgiving yourself mm-hmm. for whatever it is and forgiving other people, I think forgiveness is always the key to feeling better. Um, if, if you can start with just forgiving somebody that's hurt you or forgiving the way that you've hurt somebody else, if you can really reach that spot of feeling forgiveness, because that's when you start letting like love in and you start feeling better about yourself, it is so hard to operate when there is self-hatred. It is so hard to yes. go forward when you don't feel good about you. And the way to get there is, you know, we... Anne Lamott said this. It was such a great quote about about anger. You know, holding on to anger is like taking rat poison and hoping the rat will die. Mm. And I think it's, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I like, I like. That's good. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if we can just do that, we can just mm-hmm. do that. It's a great first mm-hmm. step. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. You know, you have you have really brighten my day today. You've given some real good pearls out there, some jewels. And I want to know if the listeners are interested in connecting with you, how can they do that? Can you give us some information how they can connect with you? And then just share with us anything else that you want to just leave with my listeners. Sure. The easy way to connect me with me is through my website. It's www coach win w-i-n-n speaks.com www.coachwinspeaks.com there's a contact form in there and what i'll do for your listeners right now is this if you will go through and 
contact me through my website. I will give you, number one, I will send you uh, my free book. I will give you the book. I'll send it in the postage for you and also give you a free discovery call where you can sit down and we can talk, chat about you know, what makes you a winner. How do you get to that winner inside you? How do you unleash your inner winner? Because you probably know that inside you is a winner and you feel her or him, right? You feel her or him mm-hmm. coming out. You feel that winner in you, but you just can't seem to pull it all out of you. So if you'd like to have just a conversation about that, how, how we can start that process, how you can start that process, how you can start on your journey to either creating that winner, finding your winner, living more in, in that piece of your life, because I believe this is true, that every one of us was born to be a winner, every one of us. Yes. And what happens is yes. we forget the path, we forget mm-hmm. along the way, we forget who we are, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. take missteps, but we're still that mm-hmm. winner that still exists. So I'd be happy to help you move forward in that position if you contact me at www.coachwinspeaks.com. That's wonderful. And thank you for offering that to my listeners. And, you know, when you said that you believe everyone has a winner inside, my I do the same thing. And I believe that, you know, we have gifts, which is our winner gift. We have gifts that's really, it's individualized. Each person has a gift that only they can do. You know, when the gifts was given out, it was given, I got mine, Coach Wynn got hers, you got yours. And the the world is waiting for you to step forth with your gift. I can't do your gift. Your gift is yours. You're the one that have to do it. Coach Wynn can't do my gift. Mm Mm-mm. (laughs) she has to do her own gift and I can't do what she does. You know, we all together can do a little bit and it might look alike, but our gifts is what we have to initiate. And then we would get support and assistance from others on the outside. So think about what she said, step up, go back inside yourself and see where it is that you might need that support. And know that Coach Wynn has offered a support to you just by connecting with her. I offer support to you where you can go on my website and I can connect with you. It's a matter of us doing all this together. My story started when I had to reach out and ask for help. And that's all we're saying now. Ask for help. And when you ask, it would be there. But you have to take that first step is to ask for what you need. And then open up for the universe to give it to you. With Coach Wynn, is there anything else you want to leave to the listeners that will help them on their journey? We've said a lot today, but I know there's always more. Well, I think what you just said is, is, you know, be willing to ask for help, to understand that none of us do it alone, that Mm -hmm. even the people who... You know who are who are at the top of the top. The people who are making millions of dollars, or the people who are most successful, and whatever that success looks like in your eyes, mm-hmm. those people have coaches who help them. Those people mm-hmm. ask other people for advice. Those people go back and ask and say, "I don't know how to do this. Show me the way. Help me see the, Help me see it differently." I mean, mm-hmm. those people understand the power of connection and the power of asking for other people. They don't feel incomplete because they ask. They understand that they're on a journey and this journey is the part of the journey is looking for support and, and asking mm-hmm. people and growing. I mean, the people at the top of the top do masterminding. They get together. They, they mm-hmm. share information. They ask one another. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that people understand it's, 
you know, it's not something you do on your own. Winning is not something you do on your own. There's no team who wins with one individual. They win as a group. They win with a coach. They win with teammates. And so Mm -hmm. um, I hope that they hear, that you hear, if you're listening, Mm -hmm. that you don't have to go it alone, that that's the hardest way in the world to do it, that there are people Mm -hmm. who love you, who care about you, and who want to help. Wonderful. And thank you for bringing in that. A team is everybody. It's more than one individual. So team, remember that you do not have to do it alone. But listeners, I want to take this time to personally thank Coach Wynn for being on the show, for saying yes when I asked her, for being so open with her story, to share that maybe touching somebody else's life to help them know that, yes, we're here for you. We can be part of that team that we just spoke about. All you have to do is ask because we won't know unless you do ask. No one can know what's going on unless you first make that first effort and reach out. I always say I reach back and bring somebody with me because I've already been there. I've done it. I can feel your pain sometime. I can feel the journey on the other side of that. I can help you get to the other side. So we just need you to ask. So Coach Wynn, thank you again so much for being here. Thank you for passing on your wisdom. And thank you for just sharing so openly. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you and I appreciate people like you who are sharing their wisdom, sharing their knowledge uh, being out there as a resource for other people, helping other people get grounded, being a coach for people who are ready to be coached. Um, you know, it's such an important aspect to have as many positive, generating people mm-hmm. as we can in the universe to help people who are not grounded in that positivity to reach out yeah. and to find that they can live in a different space. So thank you. Wonderful. You're welcome. So listeners, We'll come to a close. And again, thank you for being a part of my show today. And until next week, have a great life. Keep saving. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.